Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of It Could All Be So Simple. I am your host, Doc J, Doc Johnson, all of the above, Hood Hitch, all that good shit. And, uh, man, we back. You know, hope everybody had a happy holiday and a happy new year. You know what I'm saying? Took a little time off to be with the family and all that good shit. But um, we back, man. We rocking and rolling. I'm excited for the year. Excited for 2021. Glad to be out of 2020. Keeping my head on a swivel for this year. And, um... Yeah, man, we, we we here. So um, without further ado, let's just get right into it. So question of the day, right? Have you ever liked someone that you weren't supposed to? Have you ever crossed the line that was off but felt on? Like, have you ever had that that person that, come, that comes to mind that y'all can think about? It's like, mm, and I'm not talking about cheating. I'm, this is all strictly single man shit, single woman shit. I'm not even talking about toxic. I'm just talking about just a situation that you know you really should just let this go or you should just keep it moving in the way of like, yeah, now nah, we could be cool, keep you in the friend zone, keep me in the friend zone, something along those lines. So if y'all have ever had that type of situation, today is for you. So, you know, without further ado, let's just further ado, let's get into the intro. Y'all get in trouble. Nothing ever stunt you from showing your progression. Solid broken lines. Driving backwards. Making all the wrong turns. Saying all the wrong words. Dodging angels. Come on now. But that's the problem. But we're gonna get into it. Let future rock out. Let's go. Today we're getting into it, man. Selfishness. <clears throat> One of them situations where you're like, should I? Do I? Could I? You should know. But you know what? We're going to get into it. So some of the examples of a situation that you shouldn't get into, right? <laughs> Excuse me. If a situation is long distance, that's something that maybe you shouldn't really cross that line. If you really take a minute to take a step back and think about it, that's one example. 
recipe for disaster. Uh, if your work schedule just doesn't permit it, a situation that really shouldn't be explored. Um, if you as a person are emotionally unavailable, that's a situation where maybe I shouldn't cross that line with this person. Um, circumstance, situations prohibited. Circumstance as far as like, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm here temporarily. You know what I'm saying? I'm on assignment. I, I work in whatever field that I work into, work in and, excuse me, Niggas gassy Jesus It's this angry orchard But uh If it's a situation like that Where you know A person is just temporarily Here on assignment Or if they're just in town For a little bit Or It's a You know A two week convention or It could just be a whole bunch of shit Just where circumstances Situations prohibited Those would be the situations That you want to try to Kind of stay away from So We're going to get into it So how to avoid it Common sense Really if you know that the situation is wrong or the situation is bad, it's a situation that needs to be stayed away from. You know what I'm saying? Like if you know that, again, it's throwing shit at a wall. But if you know that this person is emotionally unavailable or lives in a whole nother state, but y'all vibed out for a week and you know, y'all communicating and y'all fucking y'all doing all of the kind of shit that you could possibly be doing. And you know, at the end of the day, that should not be the situation that you really should be exploring. That maybe is your common sense kicking in saying, hey, you know what? This person lives in fucking Alaska. And it's not just a hop, skip, thrown store away. That's going to be a problem. Or if it's, if it's a situation where you're trying to figure out. Your situation or yourself or you're in your whole, you know, discovery phase of just our rediscovery phase. Even you're trying to figure out how you should go about this. Then maybe you shouldn't be fucking around with that. That's that's definitely a problem. So if you know, kind of like step one in my example, if you know. And you're trying to avoid it, my thing will be trust your gut, not your heart, not your mind or your sexual organ. And what I mean by that is when you trust your gut, your gut is like that instinct of saying, nah, to me, based on Doc J and him and him alone, like I always say, your gut is the truth. Your gut is not intuition because it's not just like, oh, just that feeling of I just know it. I just know it. No, your gut is your first natural instinct. To me, sometimes that's mixed up with intuition, but it's not. To me is just two completely different things Because with your gut It's like me right now I'm gassy, I'm burping and shit It just wants to let it out Well whatever your true gut feeling is It just wants to come out When you t when you start Thinking with like when you start using your mind Your mind leads to overthinking Into the choice that you already want to make You're going to try to rationalize it You're going to try to sit there and be like Okay well you know what Um this person is somebody who I know I should not be fucking with, but I'm okay with things being temporary or I've always wanted to go to Alaska or, well, they're emotionally unavailable and I'm not trying to be anything more than just casual. I'm okay with that. Or even from the nigga perspective, it could just be like, oh shit, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I'm, I'm, it's just another one, another notch on the belt. I add her to the team or whatever. 
but knowing that damn well it's going to lead to something bad. Not devastating. We're going to keep you all this shit light, but nothing devastating, but just something that's just not going to end up the way that you want it to end up. <laughs> so that's what happens when you leave with your mind. Trusting your heart leads to emotional choices. So you're going to be sitting here thinking and overthinking your way into the choice. But you know what? Okay, no, I'm not going to use my mind. I'm going to use my heart. Well, your heart is going to tie into all the emotional shit that you got going on, whether it could be, you know, just any, anything personal that you may have going on that could be deep, whether you're insecure about something or this person reminds you of somebody, a, a, a ex or whatever it may be. That's where your that's where your heart is going to take you. Thinking what your dick or thinking what your sexual organ, you just horny and you just want to give in. So you're going to be in a situation where it's like, okay, well, no, I'm not going to think with my mind. I'm not going to think with my heart. I'm just going to think with my body. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a given. And if I got to explain that to y'all, then y'all, it's not the, this is not the place for you. So, um, so how to handle it. If you do give in, if you get in, get out, just that simple. If you're in the situation where, you know, and I'm going to just, Go back to some of these examples would be like um, somebody's work schedule. If I'm the person who I just have a career, I'm not going to use the person who owns their own business or, you know, an entrepreneur or anything like that. I'm just talking about somebody who has a demanding career. It could be entertainment. It could be uh, a lawyer, a doctor, any anything of the sort. That just, but their job is just demanding. That may not be the situation for you. Somebody who may have to travel a lot because of their, their work. Well, they're not going to be able to give you the time that, you, that you're 10 times out of 10 going to be looking for once you start getting to that point of liking them. More of a lighthearted example would be I work in property management. When I used to work in student housing, there was a time frame where I would have to work for pretty much two months straight. In student housing at USC, it was... Everybody moved in on one day and everybody moved out on another day. So for a whole year, everything is cool. But for that two months, I had to work every single day. By the time I would leave in the morning, my kids were asleep. By the time I would come home, my kids were asleep. After five, six years, that shit took a toll and it started to affect my home. I had to make a decision. So imagine if I'm that person again, this is more of a surface level thing, but if I'm that person and you're, we're trying, I'm trying to date somebody during that time, I meet somebody and how I meet them is it's called turn It was the first day of turn. And so now I'll go this whole entire two months that I just met this person and we vibing, we texting and every time that they want to kick it, I couldn't because I had to work. You catch me 10 months out of the year, I'm available to do some regular shit. But for that two months that I can't really do anything, I have to work every single day getting all these apartments ready for these students to move in. And now that's our interaction. Somebody's going to be like, yeah, nah, I can't do that because I can never catch up with them. Some of y'all. Y'all like that shit. We'll get to that in a little bit, but that you twisted for that, but. Of course, you're going to think about, okay, well, yeah, 10 months, we're good. These two months, okay, cool, I can deal with that. You're going to rationalize that. That's when you start thinking with your mind. 
well, let me worry about it. Let's get past these these two months and then I'll get to know him in 10. But during that whole entire time frame, though, all we're doing is just texting and talking and texting and talking. Now you already skewed what it's going to be like later. You've already manifest, you already manifest, you already created a fantasy of what it's going to be like in September. Because that's pretty much what it was. All of July, all of August, I had to work. September comes, I'm good to go. But now you're not thinking about what goes into after that. For somebody who just had to work damn near every single day for two months, do you really think they're going to be itching to try to get out? Or are they going to try to sit down and rest and catch up with some of the most important things that they missed out on during those two months? So if it's me, I haven't seen my kids really. I haven't spent no time with my family. I haven't been able to go run an errand, just take care of some important shit. So now here it is. We're coming up on the third month that we haven't done anything. And then so on and so on and so on. Of course, that's a, a, a loose example. But now take that and apply it to somebody who may have a demanding job, who's a doctor, who's a lawyer, who shit, a fucking pilot, whatever, just whatever you can come to come to grips with and or bring it bring into the fold and come to grips with the fact that it just may not be the best situation for you. Think about that. That's how you handle it. If you give in, you just need to think a little bit, put some thought process into it. And if you are in it, then expect plain and simple results. It's just typical. This is not going to be something that you're going to be able to wiggle your way out of. You're not going to be able to think your way out of it, fuck your way out of it, or uh, love your way out of, or love it better, or think it into something better, or fuck it into something better. It's not. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not. Certain situations are just a situation that's going to have the same outcome, no matter what the situation may be. And all of it is no judgment. And again, we're going to get into that later with a new segment that I have. But all of this is coming from a place of love, a place of respect and just a place of. To to provoke thought. Because we've all been there. We've all we all we've all tasted tasted that little. I'm going to say temptation, but I mean that again loosely because you're not tempted because this is not a situation that. Is toxic and it's not a situation where one of you guys are cheating, where you got to take into consideration like, okay, well, no, it's the excitement behind it of getting caught, the thrill of getting caught, the thrill of this, the thrill of that. Nah, this is just two consenting single adults. Having situations about themselves or circumstances about their, their, their life that. You still cross that line. Just pause for a second. Think about that. Because not nothing deep, but it can get deep. Part of it is I've said this in one of the last episodes about, you know, side pieces and all other kind of shit about enjoy, you just sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, this is not an, a ride that you're going to enjoy. This ride is on the road to bullshit. Some of the examples of bullshit would be like. Similar to other things like now you have expectation. Now you have certain things that come to mind to where you're like, you know what? We have been texting every single night and all day in between. And I know you have to work and I know you get home late. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I just want to come over and just lay up. I know you get home at two in the morning. I'm going to meet you at home. 
And now that's the expectation. You do that one, maybe two times. Now that becomes like, okay, well, then this is the way that I get my time with him or her. Yo, I'm going to come through. It was same as me. And if it's a female, yo, what time are you off? Oh, shit. Damn, I, don't, I really don't. I, don't, I probably won't be home till about 11, 30, 12. We're going to come up with some bullshit. Oh, that's cool anyway. I'm going to be out, so I'm just going to come through and then I'll just stay over there. No, good and goddamn well, we probably home, nodding off, looking at the time. Let me know what time. Let me know 30 minutes before you get home. She don't hit you within, within that, that, by that 30 minute mark. She says she's going to be home by 12. It's 11.45. What's up? Now your mind is wondering and racing and all it boils down to is you had an expectation of what to expect. Now that sounds weird, but um, your expectation is, okay, cool. She's going to hit me by this time. I'm going to go over there. We're going to kick it. I'm going to get my time. I'm going to get all the things that I want from the situation not really taking a minute to to sit back and think what you really want from the situation is for that person to want to do certain things with you in that certain in that situation so for example would be the the me i want the girl to be like okay i'm babe i'm 30 minutes away leave I want her to do that because that's really where the thrill comes in. Okay, well, shit. She does work a lot. I'm really not doing shit, but I'm going to try to come up with the with the with the reason to alley oop the thought for her. And then she catches it. She dunks it. So now she's giving me everything that I need and that I want her. I wanted her to want to put forth the effort to see me. So I alley-ooped her the, the opportunity. She took it and she ran with it. So now here we are. I'm getting everything that I want at that point because she's saying, meet me at the house. She's saying, if this is the only way that I can see you and spend time with you, I'm with that. She's putting forth the effort in her situation for us to still do some things. Where we go wrong is that we facilitate all of that and we get what we want, but not realizing what we want is for that person to be the one to doing all that. Because the other side of that coin would be, OK, well. She works a lot. Yo, what if I just come over and me and you get that time? And then now, OK, cool. And then now I'm there. OK, well, you know what? Let's let, let's. Oh, you're tired. OK, cool. Let's just let's just go to bed. And then in between that time. We're staying up late. We're talking. We, we, we fuck. We do all of that. All of it, though, is based off of what I facilitated. I'm the one who asked to come over. I'm the one who said, yeah, because, you know, we can still get some time that way. All they're really doing at the end of the day is agreeing. But you're going to take it as if it was them, because now I'm going to go back and be like, yo, nigga, she's so dope because I went over there. We just kicked it. We just this. We just that. Uh, but it's really me. I'm I'm talking to her about her as if she's the one who did all of that. And really, it's just me. In this case, really, it's just you. So if you got somebody who's long distance and you have to take a flight to see them every single time. And you're buying the flight, you're saying, hey, I want to come out there. You're planning it, you're booking it, you're doing everything, everything, everything. And then you're going to come back and have that euphoria of, oh, yeah, we spent we spent time together. 
you know, he was so attentive. He was so this, he was so that like he picked me up from the airport. Okay. But he really didn't do anything. You made it convenient for him. Where's the effort from that person? You're really not going to get it when it's a situation of crossing a line that you probably really shouldn't. And understand that there that the best way that I can do it is or say it is that there is a way out. But it sounds like you're trapped. And I don't mean it like that. But there is a way out. And we'll touch on that a little bit later, but <laughs> It is going to be simple, but y'all gonna rather make it hard. Ha <laughs> ha. Getting there though. So, why is all this even a bad thing? How come it just can't be like, yo, let me live my whole life. Let me be out there thotting and bopping. Let me just fuck these hoes. Let me fuck these niggas. Let me whatever, whatever, whatever. Why is this a bad thing? Well, I'm gonna tell you, because it leads to disastrous dating going forward. Because this type of dating situation, the person who is the one who crossed the, that line. And whatever that line may be. The examples I gave earlier are just a few of many. Apply it to wherever you need to apply it to. But when you're the person who's crossing the line, this is a dating experience and situation for you. So this is going to be a lesson later on. There's going to be something that comes up to where you are going to feel like this is too familiar to when I was fucking with James. Or... When I was fucking with, with such and such. You're going to you're going to use this dating experience and situation and apply it to something else when really this should have been avoided all, all the way around. That's why it's a bad thing. It could potentially create a change them mentality also. And what I mean by that is. Most people. When they date. And they start to fall first. We naturally are going to think about some of the things that we don't like. Whether it may be just simple shit, I, I, what, what, whatever example you can come up with. Right. We automatically start to think I like them and I really like them and I don't want to start like I don't want to stop liking them. So the things that I don't like, I can change that. Oh, she'll change that shit for me. Or, oh, no, I can change him. So now it starts to develop that. So now you now it goes from. One, you crossing the line to now you've crossed the line and you fell head, head over heels for it. Now you're in a situation to where you still understand that this is a line that you shouldn't have crossed. So now let me go and try to change them or change the situation. So it's it doesn't turn into that. Another thing is going to be it causes insecurity. It can create insecurity because the situation of the person who, who works a lot or the person who travels a lot or the long distance, you're going to start to think, OK, well, why aren't you doing this for me? What is it about me? Again, I'm going to pull from my own experiences long, 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 many moons ago <laughs> when I was single and out there. One of my main things, and I, you'll probably, I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it because it was just my way of life. To a certain degree and certain extent, and I'll explain that in a second after the statement. Every female that I've dated knew about each other when I was single. 
And I say to a certain extent, meaning that they didn't know each other's names. They didn't know about each other specifically, but they knew I was seeing other people. Or if they asked me about a situation, I would say the situation and not who I was with, but I was with somebody, yes. So when you when you have that type of mentality, the person now starts to look at it like, okay, well, now it's me. Why is it that you do this with them, but you don't do that with me? When really it was just because of the, the situation just presented itself. The opportunity presented itself. So back to the example, when you're dealing with somebody who works a lot or you know, travels for work or is long distance, and then you start to hear, and there is somebody who was like me, and they'll tell you, and you start to hear about certain situations, you're automatically now going to relate it to you. Okay, so the person who's out of state. You hear the story about somebody who lives an hour away coming to kick it with him. And he's the one who set it all up. You're now going to be like, well, how come he hasn't done that with me? But you're not taking the minute to even think about getting somebody to getting somebody here. I live in L.A. So getting somebody to come out here from. Rancho Cucamonga. Which is about 45 minutes away. It's going to be easier to facilitate than somebody coming out here from New York. But your, your, your logic is not going to think that, though. So it, it, no matter what situation you can come up with, it can inadvertently or unintentionally create you now to be insecure. Our work schedule. We live 15 minutes apart, but I work till one, two in the morning sometimes. But then you hear about me. Hanging out with somebody else. You're automatically going to think about, well, how come you haven't hit me up to hang out? My response is she hit me up to hang out and she came to me. Well, you never told me that I can do that. I didn't tell her that I'd do that. She just did it. Cool. No problem. You start to make everything personal when really it's not the case. And then you got to ask yourself, why did you? Some of y'all. Word to Charlie Murphy. You're a habitual line stepper. Meaning that. You're attracted to that type of situation, you're attracted to that type of lifestyle, you're attracted to to something along that lines to where you just habitually cross that line. Oh, it's the thrill of the chase. And now you 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 like the you like that thrill. Or you start to you start to. You start to justify why you're doing certain shit when really that's not the case. You start to think about, OK, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and um, let me go ahead and and just entertain it. But it's only going to because it's only going to be because I'm just I'm just bored. Or because I'm just whatever, whatever the fuck type of shit you're going to try to come up with. Or think them niggas just some just something to do. OK, well. Now you're back into the same shit. And then you, y'all will be the ones to ask and question. Why is the situation always the same? And it's like, come on now. What are we doing here? So it's like. Something that you need to think about. Because one of the deeper topics would be. 
It's because you, why did you? Because you're alone, you're lonely. Being alone and lonely is two different things. Being alone is from a man's perspective. Again, based on Doc J and him and him alone. Being alone is, okay, I am in the house. I don't got shit to do. I don't got nowhere to go. And nobody, nothing's coming through. I didn't sent out the, the text. I didn't sent out the bait. I didn't did everything that I could do. And now I'm just alone tonight. And when you want to do something, that being alone feeling fucks with you. Not deeply, but it's just an annoying ass feeling. Like, God damn, like nothing's coming through. Right? But being lonely means that feeling, that's a deeper feeling of that, that I'm just lonely. I can be around a group of people and I'm going home alone. I'm going out with my girls tonight. Or I'm going out with my boys tonight. But I'm going home alone and I feel lonely again. Nobody to connect with, nobody to share with. No, because you can you can not be alone and still feel feel lonely. You can lay up with something and it'd be the baddest one. And you still feel lonely because you're not connecting at all. You're not con- having no conversation. You're not talking. You're not doing nothing. No type of connection. So you still feel lonely. So that's the difference, at least to me. Excuse me. And sometimes you do it just out of comfort. Just pure comfort. We have a history. We have unfinished business, whatever it may be. Right. So even with that, that now leads me to my next segment. So this is a segment I like to call the daily drag. Right. So for whatever reason, a lot of people tend to. And I was that was somebody being drugged, <laughs> but um, not drugged. Being drug. Just want to make that clear. I don't want no, no, no bullshit. Um, I don't get down like that. But um, so everybody always tends to think I'm talking about them. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not talk about you? Of course, respectfully. No names. No fingerprints, no evidence. No face, no case, no trace, <laughs> nothing of the sort. But for the people who think I am talking about them, you'll you'll start to know if I am talking about you. And just know, like I always say, all my advice, everything that I say tends to come from love, tends to come from a place of because I care. I don't necessarily give advice just to anybody. Because I get paid for my advice, right? So when it's specific and it's tailor made to you, I get passionate behind it. When it's a situation that I feel like it can be so simple, but y'all are just making it so hard and difficult. Then, yeah, I'm going to speak with a little bit more passion and a little bit more aggressiveness, but not because I'm angry or upset. It's really because I genuinely care. Right. So. With that, how this how this situation and everything all kind of ties together Is like I was just saying, history tends to mix up and confuses things, right? So if you're dealing with, if you've been dealing with somebody off and on for a few years, a lot of things kind of, and you choose to cross that line again and again and again and again, why do you keep expecting something different, right? Why do you tend to try to manifest the situation into something different? If somebody's telling you, 
verbally or through their actions what it is, then it is what it is. And it's exactly what they're saying. But how can you how you can avoid all of that is say it. Sometimes y'all got to put your big girl and your big boy draws on and you got to say it. You got to say what you mean and mean what you say. And most won't. Most of y'all will not. Most of y'all won't. Because you rather enjoy the temporary lie. You like that feeling. You like the way that it, you, 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 you like the euphoria that it brings when you just keep shit low, keep it to yourself. Why fuck this up? But you're not realizing it's already fucked up. If you've been getting the same results, why are you expecting the same or why are you expecting different results? Last time I checked, they say that's the true definition of insanity. I have a different take on it. And I said it before, but it does tie into this because to me, the true definition of crazy and insanity is lying to yourself and believing the lie. So in this case, you'd rather enjoy the temporary lie because that's all it is, because in this case, the lie is going to be we get to spend time together. We get to chill we don't got to bring up all this all this crazy shit. We don't got to bring up all this emotional stuff. We don't got to do any of that. We cross this line. Let's enjoy it. But not realizing it's temporary. So that euphoria you're feeling is a lie. And the lie is only short lived. And that's what you got to keep in mind. And for the person who is the line. So you got the person who crosses the line. And then you got the person who is the line or the one who's on the other side of the line that that person is coming to. You're just as bad. Because you need to express in detail what you don't want. So in this particular case. The guy is the line. In that in that specific situation, if you are the guy who's the line. We need to be specific in what we don't want in detail. Doesn't got to be long winded. But it can be in detail and to the point. What I don't want is a relationship. There you go. There is another side to that coin, though, because just as clear as that we got to be with what we don't want, we got to be just as clear for what we do want. Because what we'll, what we'll tend to do with man logic is, well, I said I don't want a girlfriend. She got the hint. Yeah, but you didn't say you also didn't want anything consistent. So you got to be clear in what you do want. What do you want? And it's okay because let's just keep it a buck. Usually that means... They're going to stay around anyway. <laughs> so, I, and again, this is coming from a man. If the girl likes you, she's going to be around anyway. You can tell her everything that you want to say, as long as it's the truth, as long as it's done with respect, and as long as it's done with morals and integrity. She's going to be around. I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything consistent. If you hit me up, I'm going to respond. I may even hit you up. Not like, oh, I may hit you up. No, I'm saying like I may even hit you up before you hit me up. It's going to be semi-casual, if that. 
But if you're expecting anything other than what I'm already showing you, that's a you problem at that point. And don't put that on me. Because in certain situations, even in this one that I'm speaking on specifically, we if, if the guy likes you, we're going to allow you to guilt us into certain things. And if I'm just a stand up guy anyway. This situation. I'm allow you to make me feel bad because I do want to see you, but my circumstances and my situations and my job and my this and my that. Sometimes that's going to play a role. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a muster it up and I'm going to come through. I'm going to let you come through. But also what that means is now when I'm doing all of that, don't in, don't misinterpret my. Don't misinterpret my actions for what they're what, don't don't mix them up with what they are with with, with blah, 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 blah. slow down, Eric. Don't mix up. What I'm doing with what you hope it means. So don't take me wanting to spend time with you tonight as I want to spend time with you going forward. That's where shit gets fucked up. Don't mix up me telling you how I'm feeling right now. And make that into what the potential could be, because at that point. That's her problem, not your problem. Because also women logic, if y'all not speaking up. Y'all justify that with. Well, I said this. Or I did this. They should know. A.K.A. they should read my mind. Ha ha ha. Granted, yeah, sometimes we need to. But majority of the time you need to speak up. Because a woman's logic is. I'll express it with my body and I'll express my body. But I won't express my feelings. How the fuck does that make sense? Please let me know. So if I wanted nudes and I wanted you to get all kind of nasty and all kind of just talk to me, all kind of freaky, you'll do all that. But when I ask you, so how do you feel about me? You go, <laughs> I don't want to say because you are you're just so purdy. Like y'all just turn into fucking goobers and get goofy and shit. Like what, what, what are we doing? I promise you, ladies, the same way that I say, like for the for the fellas that. You could tell us what you want. And it's not going to scare us off if we if we really fuck with you. It's not. Just because we say I don't want the same thing doesn't mean that we can't come up with the with the way that we can meet in the middle for what we do want, though. Because y'all y'all will land your plane on, OK, well, I don't want a relationship. Well, you don't want a relationship. OK, cool. So cool. Yeah. Yep, boom. There we go. But you still didn't get into what you do want, though. You may not want a relationship and then you'll say that. And then for us, we're going to look at it like, OK, cool. We, we, we you know, we got some solid. We, we 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 got it. But you're not getting into also what you do want. You don't want a relationship, but you do want something more consistent. You may tired of being you may be tired of being lonely. It's been a while. I want something more consistent. I want to be able to come over and cuddle and hug and kiss and spoon and fuck. Yeah, if we want to. But I just want that companionship. It don't got to be exclusive, but you can be my main. I can be your main. And we handle it like that because of our history and because the chemistry that we clearly do have. We can make it into something because we both agree 
with certain shit that we don't want. But for the things that we do want, we need to express it and we need to say it. And that's what's happening. And that's what's not also what's not happening. It's okay. Because if you think about it, crossing the line means you knew that there was a line to be crossed. If you're aware of it and you still choose to do it, then be aware of everything about it. Asking, should I, should you? Sounds funny, but that means you, you're questioning it. That means that there is a question to be had and you're probably not asking the right questions. If you acknowledge what the shit is, you will be aware of what the issues are and how you how to avoid them. And that's the thing, because like we all love crossing the lines. We all love living on the edge. We, we, we love that. But if you're aware of where that edge is, if you're aware what that line is, if you if you're aware of what that shit may bring. You will be 10 steps ahead of it when it comes up. And you may have to maneuver. You may have to, okay, well, you know what? I know I'm dealing with somebody who works a lot. I know I'm with dealing with somebody who is social media popular. I know I'm dealing with somebody who lives long, long, long distance. If you know all of that going into it. So now when certain situations come up of my flight got delayed, my flight got canceled. You're going to know how to handle that. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be annoying. It's going to be all of that. But. It's going to be manageable. And that's the part that that always gets lost when you hear a no or when you when you when you are talking to that other person and y'all sitting there going back and forth about exactly what y'all want and don't want. Soon as you hear something that you don't agree on, it's an automatic shutdown. But there's yes is still in the no. No, I don't want a relationship, but yes, I do want something consistent. And I think that's the part that gets lost. But a lot of the times we tend to overthink. We tend to use our mind and overthink. We tend to use our heart and get too emotional. Use our body and want to fuck our way through it. Instead of using our gut to make shit so simple. Y'all motherfuckers want to make it hard. I'm Doc J. Until next week, I'll It could all be so simple. But you rather make it hard.